Yeah, we got the crown, let us sing. I'm a Sacramento king, and we're doing our thing. We got the crown, let us sing. Yeah, it's Sacramento OnlyFans. The art show at the Arco. Boogie Cousins made it bang in the sleepy train. See where Blickin' bars go. D-Rock got D-Lock like D-Block. D-Fox got the golden one like Reebok. Jason Jones with the J-Street vibes. And KC's gonna give it to you live. Uh, I was born to ball from a fetus. Watching highlights of Reggie Theus. White chocolate breaking ankles into pieces. Roy Williams had them freezing in the bleachers. My shots all making money, Mitch Richmond. Mike Bibby with the cross, you're a victim. And if your team run the zone, I'ma shift them. Welcome to the L train. Like a sentimental king. And we're doing our thing. We got the crown and the sing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what is good? You already know what time it is, baby. You know, you know what it is, man, when you hear Black Ace. You know what kind of vibes it is, man. J Street Vibes, here with your mans, Kenny Caraway. And here with your favorite non-vote counter, Jason Jones. Let's stop yeah. this. Get all your mans out there, man. Get all your people out there, uh, you know, in West L.A., in Downey, um, in Long Beach, uh, in Manhattan Beach, in um, Torrance. Get all your people out there to keep stuffing these ballots for your man Caruso and tell him to stop, please. I can't work against the work of the Lord. I mean, it's clearly stop God's it. plan that, you know, he's, they call him the GOAT. Of course, the goat should be. No, no, no. Should you be in call the, him the goat? No, go to basketball reference. It's one of his many nicknames. See, the goat. See, LeBron, they gotta stop. LeBron James calls him the goat. LeBron said he saw a goat that day, and then he mentioned Alex Caruso. That's don't, don't, that's don't how be, that happened. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. You know, don't, don't be mad because you know champions get more votes, and <laughs> don't, don't be mad. You know. You know, I think there's probably a little residual hatred from you from that summer league game where Caruso ran the Kings off the court. And y'all were all worried about Lonzo and De'Aaron. De'Aaron and Lonzo was on the sidelines hurting because they were all they were because Caruso had all the shine. I feel there's there's still some hatred in Sacramento toward Caruso unfairly. I don't think Caruso's done anything to Sacramento. He's done nothing to the Kings. And <laughs> and everyone's like, why does he have more votes? Calm down. You, you, he's a champion. He's one of the best three point shooters in the league. Okay, uh, now you've pl- gone a, too far. A, he is. Look at the numbers. <laughs> he's shooting like forty eight percent from three. He's a he's a plus defender. <clears throat> if fans want to vote for him, it's it's their right. It's not like he's actually going to make the All Star game, but it's their right to vote for him. As, as Shannon would tell Skip, we got to stop this, Skip. I ain't got to stop nothing. I ain't vote. <laughs> Maybe Kings well, fans should all vote 10 times a day. Well, we're, 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 we're going to get into the all-star fiasco. And, and Caruso isn't even the one that has me the most upset. We'll, we'll, we'll talk not, about yeah. all that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about all that as time goes along here. But once again, you're on the J Street Vibes, brought to you by the Be Her platform. Shout out to Be Her. Shout out to my man, Damian Barley. Shout out to Deuce and Mo. Shout out to uh, Watch the Tape. Shout out to the dope ones. All my people out there on the Be Her platform. And um, we, we got to talk about these surging Sacramento Kings, Jason. I mean, seven of nine. They've won seven of nine uh, De'Aaron Fox is out here dominating. Tyrese Halliburton is winning Rookie of the Month awards. Hell, even Marvin Bagley is playing fourth quarters. Life is good in Sacramento, right? 
No, it's all it's cool. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to throw them a parade for nine games because the previous nine games, as good as they were, just these previous last nine, they were just as shitty the previous nine before that. So it all equals to a 500 record, which is where they are. So I mean, they're making good progress. I like so, what I see. They're so competitive. I got to ask you this, though. I got to ask you this. Do you feel that this is something that's something like, um, you know, the early Jaeger year in 2019 or the last 25 games of the season last year before uh, the NBA uh, shut down, where those were just, I don't want to say figments of our imagination, Jason. They were real. We saw them, but they were just kind of a comet in the sky. Or is what they're doing now, is this really sustainable? Is this something that we can look at and be like, this is Kings basketball this year? What's, what's your take on what you're seeing right now from this team? I think it's, I don't know if it's sustainable for an entire year just because I still think they need more depth. I still, you know, I think Luke's been able to steal minutes you know, with certain lineups to give those starters a break. I mean, he's had games where he's played that closing five the entire fourth quarter. You know, he's trying to line up his starters against the other team's second unit at times to try to just buy minutes. And right now, you look at, you know, the rotation, he's pretty much playing six guys and then then stealing minutes here and there from what other guys, you know, five minutes from Kojo here, maybe a three-minute Glenn Robinson stint, a two, <laughs> four minutes of Kyle. I mean, he doesn't have... I think the required the necessary depth to maintain this because you was assuming at some point those guys are going to get tired with the way the schedule is set up. Yeah, but I mean that if they can sustain the effort and if De'Aaron continues to play like this, they can be competitive. But I just don't know if that can carry on as the season progresses and then the better teams pick up the intensity. You know, they start digging deep and they start getting to you more physically than you realize. Damn, De'Aaron's playing thirty eight minutes a night. I know he's young, but. You know, how many three and four nights, how many back-to-backs to where you, you where you need some more depth. So I, I think the effort is sustainable. I just don't know if the results can maintain at this rate. So I'm curious to see what happens, you know, if Monty McNair says, I mean, to me, it's going to be two things. Either A, they, he, they get, get him some help or they don't give a damn about this season anyway. They want a draft pick and then you just let these guys do what they do. And, and and I agree, which I th- I think it's sustainable. I, I I do think they need some depth. They need a little help, not a whole lot, but I look at you know specifically. I look at like a a, a wing guard player. You know what I'm saying? Like they need they need a guy there that not only can take some minutes off of the starters plate, but also bring production. Like it's one thing to just be out there, but they need somebody that's actually going to give them some consistent production. I'm thinking specifically putting the ball in the bucket. So I'm I'm not saying they're going to get this guy. I mean, it would be great, but I mean, a Terrence Ross type, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that they can say, Hey, this guy can give us 15 minutes a night. And, you know, I don't have to run De'Aaron right back into the game once the other team goes on a 6-0 run. Or I don't have to call timeouts to get these guys some rest. I, I got some offensive uh, firepower just a little bit coming off that bench. So I, I agree they need that. But I do think that this is sustainable. I said at the beginning of the season, and, and, and things can go left at any time. I don't mean to toot my own horn too much, but I said that this is a team that's around 500 this year. I think – that's who they are. I think they have enough talent. I know people talk about they got five and a half good players or six players or whatever the case may be, but I still think the roster is talented enough that this is a 500 team. 
or, you know, maybe one or two games below or above 500. And they're playing more to the capabilities of what I thought they could at the beginning of the season. So this isn't a gimmick like it was with Dave. Um, This isn't, uh, you know, I guess it is a short little window of, of, of good basketball, but Unlike last year, you know, the whole roller coaster where they win five of six and then lose four or five in a row. I don't think they were losing four or five in a row this year. I I don't think that that's what this team is about, especially with the way De'Aaron Fox is playing. They got a guy, as you like to say, with De'Aaron Fox, and he's taking his game to another level. Yeah, but I also think they don't have much margin. I think those guys all have to play well to give them a chance to be 500. They don't have a lot of room for error. No, they they can't go through a stretch where, say, you know, you saw what happened when when two of their guys struggled when De'Aaron and Buddy weren't up to you know up where they needed to be both at the same time. They couldn't beat anybody. But I don't think Buddy's played good. All I still don't think, but Buddy is playing with better effort and he's doing you know the other things a little better. But so for instance, the game on Tuesday. Buddy was hitting in the second quarter, and you saw what it did to that team. But that was yeah. it. He started off like zero and six, and then finished like one and nine. You know, oh, what yeah. I mean? like it, it, when he's not hitting, I think that's where it, it, the the low goes on everybody else. And then Tyrese Halliburton refused to shoot in the second half too. But mm. I like I agree with you, but I still think there's another level for them if Buddy starts shooting like he should be shooting. Yeah, that's why I said when you had two guys not playing well, because I mean. It's not like Buddy's still playing, you know, playing at his best. But mm. the fact that De'Aaron picked it up cut, was, is able to cover for that because now you're still getting that 40 points plus a knife in the backcourt. Right. Even if some nights it's 30 from De'Aaron, but you're still getting it. What they couldn't have was De'Aaron getting you 16 and Buddy getting you 12. Yeah, that ain't it. You know, when they were <laughs> doing it. that, they're losing. By, you saw what happened. They're doing that. They're losing by 25. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that so, can't happen. Yeah. So you can't have that. I just, you know, you know, you got to get Harris some, some, some help. I mean, he's really, you know, he's really their only, like, you know, switchable guy who can play three, four consistently. And they need more of those guys. You know, they need when, because, because nowadays most teams go small in the fourth quarter. And you you got to be able to play have guys who can go three, four. You just look, look up, you know, down the better teams in the conference, should I say. The mm-hmm. Lakers can, you know, say put AD at the five and put a guy like Kuzma in the game who can go, who you know, who can go back and forth. LeBron can play both spots. You go to the Clippers, you can put Kawhi at either forward spot. You know, you, you can do some different things with a lot of the other teams. Right. You know, Mikael, Bri- Mikael Breeze is down enough. Phoenix is making some strides, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, even a guy like Joe Ingles in uh, Utah. Right. You know, you can do some different things with him. And the Kings don't have enough of those guys right now, I don't think. And I just think about this, too. Imagine if they kept Kent Bazemore. Mm. Now, that would have been big time right there. And they could have a Kent Bazemore type. Now, I mean, we kind of talked about him last week. But I'm, I was about to say Daquan Jeffries. But it sounds like he he's not coming back. I don't think he's coming back in this first half of the NBA season. Because well, Luke he, said, well, Luke well, he said earlier today. He so he today. practiced. I thought earlier this week, Luke had said he just started like one-on-one stuff. Yeah, he yeah, he just started. He he, he practiced uh, today and t- today as in Thursday. But okay. like okay. Luke said, he ain't played basketball since the he hasn't played in a game since the first preseason game. That's what I'm saying. Like we're so to two weeks away him, from the break. Yeah, so to ask him to come in and be a savior is not even you know number one he wouldn't be a savior, and secondly, what can you you can't really expect anything from him anytime soon. I mean, he hasn't played in you know since. December. Right. 
And he right. just started by going, you know, practicing full go. And like today's practice was from what uh, Luke said was only about an hour total. And, you know, mm-hmm. and even then it's not like, the, you know, they're going to, he's going to run them into the ground because they got three and four nights coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they need it. They need another guy like that. That's going, that's going to bolster that roster a little bit where, I mean, obviously trade is, is the, the number one place to look, but I, I don't know about you, Jason, but I've been watching the uh, the gobble, as they like to call it. I've been watching a little bit of the gobble, and call me crazy, okay? Call okay, me crazy. I, I'm sure I will. But I was I was watching this game the other day with the the ignite against the Santa Cruz Warriors, and Jared Jack, Jared Jack was I saw three quarters of it. He hit for twenty two on like seven or eight from the field. He's thirty seven years old. And I'm not saying you bring Jared Jack in to be a savior. I'm not saying you bring him in here to play any more than like nine to 12 minutes a night. But I mean, is that the kind of player that you could probably, you know, grab off the scrap heap just to give you some minutes that, that you could rely on? Like Jared Jack is, I don't think he's going to, if you sign him, he's not going to be terrible for nine minutes. You know what I'm saying? You could steal some minutes with a guy like Jared Jack. Jeremy Lin was in that game as well. Do you think they look G League to bolster this staff as opposed to maybe trading, trading assets or something like that? You could just almost get a free player off the G League. Well, I think the problem is that their roster is full. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not looking at it right now, so you'd have to let somebody go to do belly. that. You know, but they're not going to just cut belly and eat his salary for nothing if they can help it. Trade Even him for though- cash considerations. Well, they're going to Jabari. They're going to have to do that. That's what I'm saying. You got, you got to you got to move somebody to do that and you would imagine if they found someone, but I don't I think they to me they kind of how last year they went out and signed Corey Brewer for the bubble. They need mm-hmm. a guy like that to, that, that they right. can bring in. And I don't I didn't see those guys and I wasn't even watching the, the G League game. Hey man, you got to watch the double, Jack. man. No, no, watch I'm watching I'm, what I'm saying I wasn't watching that game for Jared Jack. Oh, I wasn't either, but I was watching I, I could I mean, because he's old and he knows how to play, but I mean, nobody, nobody's going to Jerry Jack to save. I didn't realize he was that old. I didn't either, right? <laughs> he I was said like thirty-seven. I was like, what? I mean, I knew he wasn't in the league. I didn't, you know. I'm like, wow, you know, you know. But I think they got to get. They need some, some live legs, some, some springy guy, you know, some guys like that. To me, they need that, and they need some more muscle up front. You know, somebody with a, another guy with a grown man body who can rebound and fight in the paint. I mean, mm. I mean, seeing their bigs next to Joel Embiid like a grown man standing by children. And I know yeah. Embiid's big, but you know, you can't keep asking Rashawn to go against these guys by, with, with little help. And I mean, Hassan, as good as he's been at times, he's hit or miss right now. You know. Oh man, that, the last mean, couple of games he's been unplayable. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, I don't know if it's just that hip is bothering him. Like, he just has no lift. He just, you know, so you need, an, to me, you need another banger. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I'm, you know, just, and this is all for them to me to to try to just make the playoffs, which I'm fine with because, you know, you keep, you know, all these years of losing. At some point, you change the culture by actually doing something different. And right. waiting, for, waiting to find your saver in the draft is not going to change the culture unless you get LeBron in the draft. Right. And, you know, as good as this class is, I don't think these guys are going to come in and be a 20 a night, you know, 20 points a night off the rip. 
Right. Let me ask you another question here, Jason, because much was made on my show, ESPN 1320, D-Lo and KC, 12 to 2. You can check me out anytime. And I know a lot of people were in your inboxes and in your mentions for the last couple of weeks. We talked about it on this show about Marvin Bagley not playing in the fourth quarter. Well, well, lo and behold, my God, that's Marvin Bagley's music the other night against the Philadelphia 76ers, right, where he came in in the fourth quarter after playing really, really well in the third quarter. I, I I got on board with some of the things that you were saying and I was listening to other guys like James Ham or like everybody take a second. Marvin will eventually be playing in the fourth quarter. That will not be an issue. But do you feel like Luke found something or saw something specifically in that third quarter against Philly that made him go back to Marvin for the first time in two weeks in the fourth quarter? Or is it the fact that Hassan really has been unplayable the last couple of weeks or last couple said, games, not weeks, last couple I, games. I think he saw Hassan was struggling and he saw Rashawn had foul trouble. <laughs> That's what that was. Cause, I mean, I know it was good to see Marvin get his fourth quarter minutes, yada, yada, yada. But you, you remember when Luke's yanked him? You remember what he did before that, before he got yanked? Hmm. My, my man left Joel Embiid uncovered to go guard, to go at Ben Simmons on the perimeter. That's not good. Yeah, and I, I, he, he did, I said, oh, he's he's sitting now. There ain't no way. And then Embiid hits the jumper because I, I think it gave him a five point lead. It's like Joel Embiid makes that shot more times than not. That free throw line area extended. That's Embiid's wheelhouse on you know the the shooter. He can yeah. hit that shot, and you don't. And I don't give a damn what Ben Simmons is doing twenty feet from the basket. He don't want to shoot it, right? Right. <laughs> you don't leave. You do not leave the possible league MVP to go cover Ben Simmons on the perimeter ever in your life. Facts. If Absolutely. you know, if you know, if Ben Simmons beats you with a jumper, you say, you know what? It wasn't meant. To, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, but you I know, mean, and, and, and you still, and I think you still have too many moments like that. And when you have, you can't have that, and also have Buddy on the court at the same time. Because yeah. you can't have you can't because remember also in that game you saw what Philly did they were hunting that matchup they were they were looking for Buddy wherever he was so he's in the post against Tobias you know they they, they hunt they, you know he gets you can't have two you you know in, in in those situations you can't have two guys the defense is hunting yeah yeah you know that's and true. you know that's true. you know it's, it's it's hard to hide two guys so I think you know it was good for him to get some minutes you know get some you know in, in that situation. Maybe he learns from that, you know, late game breakdown. You say, you know what? Okay, I gotta, you know, I gotta be fundamentally sound. Know who I'm guarding. Know what I can and can't do in those situations. So you know, there's things to still be learned. But if they're about winning games, which is what they are about, you know, it's gonna be more nice than night. Should I say more nice than not right now? Where you don't see Marvin in the fourth, and to me, that's not a bad thing. Well, I mean, I mean because, it, but that because, might because, change if Hassan doesn't snap out of it. Because it's on. Yeah. I mean, I, on Sunday against the Clippers, I mean, you, you see they had to go to Metu for the bridge minutes to get to Holmes because yeah. he just couldn't play Hassan anymore. He just he wasn't there. And then I don't know if he's hurt or if it's an Embiid thing because you know they got that old they got that old battle from from a couple years ago where it just seems like Embiid just feast on Whiteside, but you wouldn't get nothing out of Whiteside with Embiid on the floor. Yeah, so, and I just wonder with Hassan, you know, that's three and four. He played some you no know, decent minutes. The you know that sat, that game against against Joker, maybe mm-hmm, he was you mm-hmm. know who I said you know there you know like I said there's a reason why a guy like that is available. 
you know, for the league minimum when he's put up the numbers he has, you know. Right. Thon's probably closer to the end of it. He's, you no, know, not probably is close to the end of his career, you know. How old is Hassan? He's 31. Not that old. He's not I mean, that I'm not old, saying but you're, saying you're that, not, but you're not, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah you know, I get what you know, you're saying. But, you know, and, you know, there, you know, he's had the hip, the hip issue, the calf issue. You just have to wonder if some nights, just physically, he just ain't he got ain't, it. He just ain't got it. And it's not, it's not an effort thing, you know. I know because he's a big guy and people like to say, you know, whenever a big guy struggles, though, he's being lazy. You know, mm. I just think some nights he basically may not have it. And he just, right. he hasn't had it the last couple of games. Right. And, you know, so it is what it is, but. I think if it's a tight game and you're looking for a defensive big, you're still going to go to Hassan before you go to Marvin. Yeah. I, I just, I look at those, um, those minutes early. And like I said, if, it just depends on the white side that you're getting that night. If the hip is doing fine and he's able to move, obviously I think right now you're going with Hassan, but you'll, you'll Luke will see it early. He'll say, Hey, I don't know what kind of sign we got today. And maybe those are the minutes it, depending on what, I guess it all depends on maybe what Bagley does in the third quarters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The night, the, the, the Philly game, he really showed up and showed out in that third quarter, which gave Luke enough confidence. To be like, All right, we'll put him in there and then bridge minutes before we have to go back to Rashawn. Um, but if he's looking lost in that third quarter, mm-hmm. maybe you get the Met two minutes instead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think it's going to be a matter of just game to game. And if Marvin earns fourth quarter minutes, he'll get it. And, you know, and it's going to be nice if he plays well. But right now, his role is not to play in the fourth. And to mm. me, that's that's not an insult. That just is what it is. And he wouldn't be the first or the only starter in the league who doesn't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um, real quick, you know, we don't have to be here too long. But, you know, we got to talk about it. I know you want to vent. I want to vent. I don't want to vent. Well, you want to vent at Kings fans, okay? Not really. But, I just I just want to tell them to calm down. The all-star voting here, I mean, it's not anything for me to really get up in arms about because they're not even in control of 100% of the vote. So it's not really that big of a deal. But, um, yeah, man, these these fans out here wilding, man. They wilding, bro. They got no. your boy Caruso in there at 10. Come on now. That's ridiculous. And they got they Clay got to, at 8. Clay went to, up. Yeah, Clay. I think because it's a, no people don't take it seriously. It's and like I, that's why I'm like I can't get I can't get emotionally any way about that. It's like it's a popularity contest, and Clay went up because he made fun of Rodney Magruder. Oh my gosh! You know he and he was he, he was out of pocket for that too. By the way, he was completely out of pocket. Him and Draymond were out of pocket for that. Yeah, he went from ten to eight because he made fun of Rodney. You know, and, and so it's like I said, it to me is just you know. It's not as if this is going to decide anything. And I said, even if De'Aaron was eight or seven or six, he's not going to start. He still yeah. only get, you know, so to me, it's like, okay, yeah, no big, to me, it's no big deal. You know, maybe yeah. it's, because here's the other part of it too. When, when, the, when the players vote, the players' votes are just as shitty. It's not <laughs> worse. I remember the year where Papa Giannis got like, got votes. Oh, somebody, somebody voted for Ben McLemore. He wasn't playing <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, there were players who didn't vote for LeBron or KD. <sighs> so, I mean, you know, people think, oh, it's the fans. Take it from the fans. The fa- Shoot, sometimes the fans know better than the players. That's like I said, no matter who you see, you know, number four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in the votes, generally the fans are going to get the, f- the starters right. You know, yeah, and then when, yeah. you, and when you mix in the media, I mean, I've got to vote this year. You know, lucky me. You know, and, and before you guys yell at me, how I many am not, how many times have you had a vote? 
I've had it at least a couple of times, I think. Has it been like consecutive? Like this is no, no. It, 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 it's it's like alternated. Oh, okay. I haven't had it in a couple of years. I don't think I've had it since I've been at the Athletic. I don't think. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's been a couple of years. But before y'all yell at me, no, I am not putting De'Aaron as a starter ahead of. Uh, wow. Steph, ahead of Steph Curry and wow. and and damn Dame Lillard. Get that hate out your heart. That's not hate. You mean to tell me you ain't putting De'Aaron above uh, Steph Curry? No, I'm not. And, you mean you know, to tell me you're not putting him above Dame Lillard? No, I'm not putting him ahead. You mean to tell me you're not putting him above Luka? No. Get that hate out your heart, Jason. Luka ain't starting <laughs> on my team right now either. But hey, you know what? I mean, if, if I'm a hater for not putting him ahead of the guy that had 57 the other night, I'll be a hater. I'll be I'll be like the Chappelle skit. I'll be the player hater of the year. You know, you can call me Buck Nasty. I'll be that dude. You know, you know. I'll be Silky Johnson. I'll you know, get me a red suit, you know, and everything. I'll be I'll be that dude if me saying Steph and Dame should start. It makes me a hater. Now the the one obviously I was just joking as well. Oh yeah, don't worry. Somebody yeah, won't somebody won't pick up on that. They'll be yeah, like, yeah, I have to Jason's make that disclaimer. A He's a hater. <laughs> He's really going to vote for 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 Steph because he hates De'Aaron. And I, I, the last he, thing I hate is De'Aaron Fox. I like De'Aaron. Hey, in 2021, you got to make the disclaimer that he—we were all joking here. But Y'all be the one canceling thing, me in a second. <laughs> Jason canceled in Sacramento. But the one thing that 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 did—I wouldn't say it bothered me, but I rolled my eyes the hardest on—is—and this is no salt at him because I think he's a, a good young player. But John Moran at four. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, I understand the, the Caruso's a troll. Clay is probably a troll move as well. I get it. The people really out here like, yeah, John Moran at four. Like, calm down. John Morant has played half the season so far. And the second half that he's been in there, he, he hasn't been very good at all. And you got him at four in the vault? Popularity contest. Come on, man. Popularity contest. Mm-hmm. Come That's on. the reason why I can't take it so I can't get all worked up. It's a popularity contest. Ja had the name coming into the draft because of the, the, the good NCAA tournament run, you know, and then he wins rookie of the year. So, I mean, it's, you know, people just know who that is. And who knows? Maybe maybe the city of Memphis put on a, you know, a big push. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Moneybag Yo. Maybe he, he had a lot of, uh, a lot of NBA vote hashtags. For, you know, for... maybe 8-Ball and MJG out there, <laughs> you know, you know, helping promote. I don't know. Penny you Hardaway. Know? I don't know. Maybe it was Penny. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, so... I, I'm going to say it right now though, Jason, and this may sound like a hater move. I think, I think Jaws a little overrated in the media. I'm just saying. I mean, uh, uh, he's a dope ball player, and he, he's got a ton of potential. But I think today he's a little overrated in the media. Maybe I don't know. I don't really listen to the media for stuff like that. I don't really care what they say. I know. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm that guy who's like the media says dumb stuff all the time. Like before the season, everyone was anointing Luke as a league MVP. I'm like, are you guys kidding me? Oof. I'm like, I think I think at the, at the site we did a whole like like you know writer preseason poll. I might have been one of two or three who said LeBron was going to be the MVP, mm. and it was all it was all Luca. I was like, why? His team was the seventh seed last year, and they're <laughs> not they're not better. Yeah, you know. And I was just like, he's not going to elevate them to like a top four spot. They're going to be they're going to be in the same spot this year, uh, and and right now they're on pace to be worse. Yeah, real quick so, while you're mentioning MVP candidate, do you think Steph is an MVP candidate? 
I have no problem with him being mentioned because I think that team he has is trash, and no, he's the only reason they're competitive. Wow. And as someone, and, and as someone who thought that Kobe should have won it that year, where he averaged thirty five, yeah. even though the team, you know, I can't say that he shouldn't be in the running, but you know, they made the hit. playoffs that year too, though, didn't they? Yeah, they, they made the playoffs. Yeah, eight seed. They were, they were eight or seven. They were seven. a little better than that. I think they were seven. That's that's the one where they lost three one to Phoenix. Or well, they were yeah, up when they three, were up one three one, and then Phoenix realized they actually are starting Kwame Brown and Chris Mim. Well, and they still know, could have closed it out if Tim Thomas doesn't hit that that uh, bank in three at the top of the key in Game Six. Yeah. So I mean, you know, but even either way, they lost the damn series. You yeah. Know? But, but but you I know, mean, so yeah, Steph, but, yeah, he's having his Kobe mean, 06 I, moment. Yeah, I have no problem with him being in the running. I mean, I don't think he's gonna you know win it just partly because he's won it, he's won it twice before. You know, the, the whole I think the whole voter fatigue thing is real because. No one's talking about Giannis, and Giannis' yeah. numbers aren't worse. Yeah. No, but Giannis they just don't want to give it to him again. It's not there's even like, a thought that he would win the MVP this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not even mentioning him. You would swear Giannis was averaging like nine points. Man <laughs> right. had forty seven the other night. Well, of course he, he missed the game winner, and everyone's making fun of him because they're like, "Oh wow, they dared him to shoot." Well, okay, so what? The man's still putting up unreal numbers, but no one's and even like mentioning the- him. They're like this. They got the second best record in the East, or something like that, second or third, or something like that. And it's that. like, oh, whatever. He's not, except no one mentions him because I, I do believe the whole voter fatigue thing is real. They, they they've yeah. decided, you know what? We've given Giannis two, and then he we gave him a second MVP, and he flamed. Was it his second MVP? Yeah, yeah, it was no, second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't, ain't that some shit? He got two. Shaq got one. Kobe got one. Fuck the voting, man. This is bullshit. <laughs> How the hell he got two? <laughs> He deserved him. <laughs> no, he didn't. Bullshit. He, did, he, he deserved him no, last he, year. No, he, no, he didn't. No, he what didn't. Did he, no, he, he didn't. He didn't deserve. That was LeBron's last year, and he proved. I mean, LeBron could have. LeBron could have won it. I'm not saying LeBron, LeBron should have won it. Won it. But, but the did, voters, but the voters, kind of like they tried to do with Luca this year. A majority of the voters decided before the season they were going to vote for Giannis no matter what. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. I know voters. They was talking about Giannis before last season. Wouldn't it be cool if he won Defensive Player of the Year and MVP? Hey, but look, he lived up to it, though. He lived up. He put up the numbers and they had the best record in the game. They were about to win 70 games. He wasn't wasn't the MVP or Defensive Player of the Year, but what the hell do I know? Mm. Oh, yeah, the the playoffs proved I was right. I mean, MVPs flame all all the time in the playoffs. Not like him. (laughs) And the bubble was different. Uh, Whatever. I don't want to hear that. We're going to look back on the bubble in 10 years and be like, that was weird. So what? I don't want to hear that shit. Anyway, anyway, let me see. Is there anything else before we get to, uh, I wanted to get to to Mark Cuban and everything, but before we do, um, no, no, nothing else going on in the league. The league is the league. Really, the other thing that went on was Mark Cuban, um, I guess, has not played the the national anthem all year long and somebody just caught wind of it a couple of days ago and made it a story and Mark Cuban said, yeah, I'm not playing it because um, after the things we saw over the summer, um, I know people and some of my players, they don't feel like it represents them. So I want to respect their feelings. I'm not going to play it. NBA comes in out of nowhere off the top rope with the flying elbow and says, Yes, you will play it out of nowhere. So I wasn't feeling that, to be honest with you, Jason, out of the NBA. I was not feeling that. And 
I mean, I know you got your thoughts on it. I don't think they should be playing the uh, national anthem at any of these sporting events. And then after what I learned, I got to be honest, I didn't know everything about the the smart star spangled banner before cap took the knee but that was the education for a lot of us and you hear you know the full star spangled banner and what it really says and what it was really saying and i can say for sure that was not for me or for my ancestors and i don't i i'm not, i have no interest in the national anthem and the star spangled banner i don't know why they're playing it i applaud my mark cuban and i'm looking sideways at the nba yeah, and I just think it's kind of one of those mixed, like, oh, yeah, we're with you until we're not with you. And mm-hmm. like I said, I've, you know, I you know I studied this stuff in college. I took classes with Harry Edwards. I've always thought the whole, I was like, you don't play the anthem before movies anymore, do you? You mm-hmm. know, right. <laughs> you know, you don't, I don't, I don't go to see a concert and like before, you know, before, you know, John Legend or before, before, <laughs> before we start the Up and Smoke tour, we want to start with the anthem, <laughs> you know, you know, we, we don't do, you know, and it's, it, it, I just don't think it's necessary. I think to, to, for me to make everyone happy, there's no need to play it. There's just no, there is literally no need to, to, I mean, especially in a league where you got a bunch of players who aren't even Americans. Like, mm. it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Luca is moved by the banner, Star Spangled <laughs> Banner. I'm, I'm pretty sure Joel Embiid, you know, who was from Africa, came over here with like, you know what, I can't wait for to hear the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got people who aren't even, sit, good you know, point. I'm pretty sure Jokic is like, yeah, you know what gets me going? You know, the Star Spangled Banner. Right. Yeah, I, I just I, and I just feel like it. You know, kind of the climate we're in, it would have been a bold move by the NBA to say, you know what, we are going to you know move away just from you know any overt you know if you might, you know you want to keep you know sports you know politics out of sports, that would be a way to actually do it. Yeah, you know yeah. because there is there is literally no reason for that song before a game. There's I mean there is literally no reason you know it's not the Olympics. Right. No, if it was the if it was the I Olympics, I would get you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, this is a game between the Kings and the Orlando Magic. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, does Nemanja Bjelica gonna you know? Is he moved to tears when he hears that song? You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm just. You know. Is Evan Fournier? You know, overcome with emotion at the right. at the sound of the song. You know. There's just I I just can't really get with it. You know. I just. I never have understood why they did it, you know, and there's times in my career, like, you know, I'll be working when the song was played and it was, I, it was funny. One time I happened, I meant like no disrespect, but I had to get something turned in and people mm-hmm. like, aren't you going to stand up? I'm like, I'm working. Oh, I'll, would you want me to stand and type? Okay. But I don't get it. You know? <laughs> so I, I just, it, it, to me, I can understand. It reminds me of, you can put the message on your jersey until Jimmy Butler says, I don't want to have my name on mine. I want to represent un- basically the nameless black men. You're like, well, mm. you can't do that, though. Right. And it's like, well, right. why not? Yeah. But between between them forcing this all-star game down our throat for no apparent reason and their decision to do this, I, I yeah, I'm a little disappointed in the NBA after all the things that we, like you said, we saw over the summer. And, you know, like you said, they, 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 they seem like they're with us and they're with the cause to a certain degree. And, you know, I look, if you love the, the national anthem as a, as a NBA uh, viewer or, or anything like that, I'm not telling you not to love it. Like that's, that's your prerogative, but, like Mark Cuban was saying, 
I think it should be respected for the people who don't see the anthem the same way and don't feel like it represents them or their ancestors who who, who were, let's just call it what it is, they were mocked. The the slaves were mocked for, for trying to run away. And, and I I mean, my history is bad. Who is it with the British? They, they tried to side with the British yeah. to yeah, make a deal and they lost and they were mocked by slave owners talking about basically you're coming back right where you, you belong right here with us. And I mean, after I got that little bit of history on the song and, and who wrote the song, who was a slave owner as well, I was like, man, I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it. It's, it's not for me. It's not, it doesn't represent me. And that's my feelings. And like I said, yeah. I'm not telling nobody not to feel no type of way if you feel something different. I just want my, my views to be respected, and I feel that's what Mark Cuban was trying to do. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is even with the, uh, the release from the NBA, they sit with fans entering, a.k.a. We, we're not going to have these people who pay for tickets mad at us because we don't want to play a song y'all don't want to hear. Mm. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's, it's always, you know, it always goes back to the money, and you don't want some, I don't know who it would be, but you don't you don't want to anger your fan base, you know. And, you know, it's I guess it was cool when Mark was doing it with no fans, and they were like, oh, there are going to be fans in here. You don't want, you know, Mister. I got the American flag on my truck. Angry that these now that now these black guys have convinced you convinced the lead to play their anthem. You know, right. I mean, it, it's kind of, it's it's similar to me with the dress code when they got mad because they were mad at how grown men were dressing for to go to to go to basketball <laughs> games. Yeah, it was you know, like it was wild enough. It was wilding with the with the looking like Beanie Siegel coming to the game. I mean, McCoy. well, hell, well hell, all of us looked like Beanie Siegel back then. You know, I had I, I got some jerseys still because I collect them. I got some jerseys I have from back in the day. I'm like, I can't wear it. I said, what the hell was I doing with a three four X jersey? But that's what we was all doing. You know, yeah, but not, it was not like, to work though. They, yes, they, they play basketball for God's sake. They're going to a damn. And they weren't playing in the game in them. Oh, look, that's one thing where I look. I, I loved Allen Iverson. That was my guy. I loved to see what he was wearing. I'm not saying that I would have done it, but I understand David Stern in that situation. I, oh yeah, I, that, I that, understand. That's to me, the anthem is similar to that because it's about making sure that the the the, the 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 bag, the, the, yeah, the well-off ticket ticket purchaser, you know, people who 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 make the bulk of your money aren't offended, and that could be a very divisive thing amongst you know your more you know well-off fans when they're like, oh, you're gonna let these guys just control everything. We had it's bad enough we had to see Black Lives Matter on the court. Mm. Now we're not. Now we don't have the anthem. Now you got you know we don't want you know. How much control are you going to give LeBron over the league? My God, you know, of course, mm. you know they blame they, they blame LeBron and KD, of course, for it. Probably Kyrie, Facts. right? They, they, you know, right. it wouldn't, you know, they'd be on Kyrie's head for no reason. Kyrie that. just somewhere chilling, reading a book, and they'd be like, oh, "We know you's behind <laughs> this," you know. LeBron, they'd be all in LeBron's mentions, be like, "Uh huh, yeah." LeBron said, "You hate this country so much." LeBron was like, "What do I do? I'm over here playing with Bronny," <laughs> you know. So I mean, like I said, it's for me, it's disappointing. But it's understood. I understand why they did it. I'm not surprised they did it. You just kind of have to just roll with it, and you know, just kind of just roll with it. And that's what I'm, you know, just hey, you know, they're it's still their rules, and you know, because even with the uh, taking a knee, that was that was essentially sanctioned by like the league said it was okay. It wasn't right. like they just you know. So there's going to be you know, as long as they're still signing the checks, they're going to do stuff like that. So would I have 
like to see the league allow Mark Cuban to be a rebel in this case. Yeah, but it, it didn't happen. It wasn't going to happen because, like I said, as fans start pouring in, you know, you're not going to have, I'm trying to pick an obvious, I mean, for God's sake, in Oklahoma City, they say prayer before the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think they're going like, to have prayer and no anthem? Please. You know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, so speak, yeah. yeah. Speaking of letting fans in, into the uh, arenas, um, we know right now at the Golden One Center, uh, no fans are let in. However, Jason, real quick, I wanted to get your thoughts. It looks like that may be changing soon as um, New York has allowed for 10% capacity into mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden and in the Barclays. And I that stood out to me because New York and California seem to be lockstep in everything that they're doing with like public gatherings and, 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 and COVID-related uh, policies or whatever. So if New York is allowing 10%, maybe California might be right behind. What you think about that? I don't think so. I don't think Gavin, don't think Newsom, so? I don't think Gavin Newsom needs that smoke right now. Mm. He already got mm. both sides of the aisle on his head. One side saying he's too lax, another side saying he's too strict. And yeah, that boy can't win for losing right now. So the last thing he needs is letting two thousand people into a damn Kings game. Mm. I, I just don't see. I, I, I just don't see it happening in California. I mean, I, I just don't. I mm. mean, because even because even with some of the rules they got, like you know, for visiting teams coming in and. I think I forgot what game I was watching where the Mavs were saying that, you know, in others, like, you know, in Texas, they can still meet together. But in California, they couldn't even meet in the same room. They had to do everything virtually. I don't I just don't see that happening this season. I'm not I, you know, I know the league was hoping that around now or like around March, April, you can maybe open things up more. But I've already just decided in my head I ain't going I ain't going to see a fan at a game until the 2021-22 season. I just yeah. kind of just accepted that. Now, I just, that, I just can't see it happening case. in Cal. I don't think there's gonna. Be, I just can't see it happening in California. I mean, I'm not surprised in Texas or Arizona or Utah or, you know, some of these other states. You know, as I, I was in the all the smoke when when De'Aaron Fox was on there, he's like, you go to Houston, it's like it's like COVID. What? He's like, you can't even tell. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I, I just can't see California going there anytime soon, especially considering we just got out of the whole stay-at-home order, and then the last thing we need is, oh yeah. You know, the, you know, Sacramento County has an uptick, and guess what? We trace it back, back to it. to some people going to a Kings game, and, you know, oh, we don't no need doubt. that. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Last thing before, I wanted to end on the Kings real quick, but before we do that, I wanted to ask, are you happy to see that the young lady got the Gorilla Glue out of her hair? I guess. I, don't, I mean, I... I <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I would do if I was seeing a young lady who didn't know Gorilla Glue didn't go on her hair. <laughs> Part of me feels like she should have to stay with that as punishment for like, <laughs> what do you, you know, and then, and then I, you know, I don't know if it's true. Someone says she's a teacher. I'm like, oh, oh my Lord. gosh. Jeez. Oh, my God. She's, wow. she's teaching our youth. But look here, da- Jason. The, the, the crazy part about this is she's probably going to get chipped off from all this. Oh, because yeah, she's verified and everything. There's, now. Oh, well, look, the, people believe that she has a case against Gorilla Glue because Gorilla Glue didn't specifically say, never mind your, your common sense, but they didn't specifically say, they said don't put it on your skin, but they never said put, don't put it in your hair. And as if she, your she's hair is not near off. your, as if there's no skin near your hair. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of attorneys say she's going to get chipped off if she wants to pursue this. If, if you know, I'm I'm sound like Mr. You know, if uh, Mr. Cons- I don't know, conservative. If they give her a damn dime for that, <laughs> you know, between that and the thing about the, the streaker dude getting chipped off because he, you know, put the bet down about a streaker and then he went and did right. it himself. I'm right. like. I'm like, if you, you you can't reward just ignorance and stupidity. And if she, yeah, it's it's called gorilla glue. <laughs> if you if you can fucking put use it to hold together metal and wood, why the hell would you put it in your hair? <laughs> yeah, we we live in life all wrong, Jason. We out here I'm trying saying, to do things I'm, 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 the smart way, the right way, and we ain't getting chipped off with six I'm, seven I'm, figures I'm, like she's about to. I'm hustling backwards for real. I didn't know. And she got it out of her hair. So she's gonna yeah. get paid, and she got it out of her. And hair. the doctor who got it out of her hair is probably gonna get his own reality show for doing it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's just all everything's corrupt. It ain't fair. It ain't right. I'm trying to think. What could I do to try to, you know, get my? But I'm I'm afraid I'll mess up and get really sick. You know, I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> we don't need like, you to do that, man. We 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 need Jason Jones here covering the Kings, man. And and as we get out of here with the Kings, I'm gonna say this right now. I I've I've talked to you. We're going on almost. A year and a half, almost two years of doing this show or variations of it, you know, when we were back up north, whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. Um, And I know what you're going to say here, Jason, but I'm going to say it anyway. Magic, the the Memphis Grizzlies, the Kings need to take care of business. If they are who they they keep trying to say they are and, you know, and, and we're not going back to those days or whatever and all this, they need to take care of business on Friday and Sunday. I agree. I agree. You got it. You got, there's some games you need, you know, you got to try to win these games. You can't, you know, you can't come off a weekend where you beat the Nuggets, the Clippers and and hung well with Philly and then turn back around and get your head beat in by the Orlando Magic who can't score. Mm, right. <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies who are, you know, you know, I mean, if De'Aaron enjoyed going at Ja last year, he's got to do the same thing again. Yeah. You know, you know, and then you know, obviously you're gonna get Brooklyn on the second night. That's that's nice of them. You get Brooklyn the second night of a back to back. Yeah, that you, you mentioned. You notice I didn't mention that game. Well, <laughs> you notice for, I didn't. But you know, you, you never know because you know what? Brooklyn doesn't beat good. Doesn't beat bad teams or average. They only beat good teams for whatever reason. They'll beat the Clippers. They'll be, they'll beat a good team. They just lost to the damn uh, Pistons. The Pistons, who yeah. actually have been playing some good balls. You know, they damn near beat the Lakers again, but still. That you was know. a weird, like, good game on a Saturday night. I had, I had turned that off, and all of a sudden, they're like, going to overtime. I said, hold on, let me turn this back on. What you mean overtime? Lakers out here, Lakers out here half-assing it. They're, in the, they're, or, they're like, you know what? We made our point. We we're off to a good start. But, damn it, we're tired. <laughs> we had two months and ten days off. We're tired. <laughs> well, uh, look, they better be ready when De'Aaron Fox comes to town because that boy's cooking. Yeah, cooking. Dude, that's okay. You, you know, you better hope the Kings don't do their annual. We're gonna let KCP hit seven threes on us. Oh, you already know what time it is when when they KCP, see KCP going to the All Star game against. You know, <laughs> it's like like I said, he's one of them guys where he plays the Kings. He's a damn All NBA player. Him, remember they got two Kings killers. They got KCP and Montrez. Oof, oof but then that's gonna he be had, ugly. He's not going against Willie Cauley Stein anymore, so that might help. <laughs> he used to give Willie the. I mean, like he would the wear blues. Willie. He was. I was just like, no, he doesn't just play hard. And Willie was like, I don't want none of this shit. 
<laughs> and this dude, he don't stop moving. So you know, yeah, we got right. we got some time before they play the Lakers. You know, they got yeah. some time. You know, maybe no by they, they they got to take care of business of Friday and Sunday first. Yeah, right? don't Friday be, and Sunday. Don't be first. stereotypical Kings fan, worried about the Lakers, and you know, and forgetting that you got two other teams playing. Because like I Friday and you, Sunday first. Like I remind y'all, ain't no one in LA thinking about the Kings. That's why Caruso got more votes. Okay, relax. This this is enough. <laughs> this is enough. <laughs> this is enough. We're out of here. Jason, where can the where can the people find you and your ridiculous bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I they this, this this be glad they haven't stopped the count yet. If they stop the count, <laughs> the Aaron's in trouble. But y'all know the athletic.com. Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Twitter, Mr. Jones LBC on Instagram. I'm not posting Bernie memes, but I did make fun of the Dallas Cowboys the other day. <laughs> oh, that was my, great. Which made my girlfriend very upset with me because she's like, how dare you make fun of them and you then try to eat food in my home? I'm like, <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe I shouldn't have made fun of the Cowboys, but it was it was a hell of a joke. I, I mean, I, I couldn't resist. No, that was good. That was some good stuff. Go check out the uh, the IG for for Jason and, and check out that one. Especially all you Cowboys fans, check it out as well. Um, you can find me uh, Monday through Friday on ESPN thirteen twenty in Sacramento. You can if you're riding around in your Jeep or your Benzos, you can you can check it out there, or you can find it on the radio.com app and, and put in ESPN thirteen twenty twelve to two. We got some news coming up with that very soon. I'm gonna just keep it on the low low, but we got some news coming out with that very soon. But right now, twelve to two, you can check us on there, and uh, yeah, you can find me on on Twitter at imkdiddy and on Instagram at imkdiddy, and every now and then. Maybe like once a week, once every week and a half, the mega powers collide and you can hear Jason Jones on D'Lo and KC as well. Yeah, I show up every now and then. I also have my Ruler of the Court podcast that were this week, my net latest episode, which should be out soon. I don't know when it's going to drop, but I just, I talk some Kings and I and I celebrate the you know, it's 17-year anniversary of Kanye West uh, debut, the college dropout. You know? Oh, wow. You know, we, you know, we missed the old Kanye, you know. Oh, I'll talk, talk about the old Kanye, you know. I don't, a lot of y'all ain't rocking with him no more, which I understand, but... If but I you can still to, go back and listen to that old yeah, stuff. That stuff yeah. still touches... It, that, 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 that was... That hit different, as, as they like to say nowadays. That, that yeah, college dropout would have yeah, dropped. Yeah, you know, that 2000, you know, even though he... Try to get him credit for the polos. I'm like, actually, Trick Daddy was rapping about polo before <laughs> Kanye. You know, he said, "Ain't no man no wear more polo than me, girl." So <laughs> I, I, I'm going, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. The Louis Vuitton Don, though, he does get credit for that, right? There. Yeah, I still can't afford that shit, but oh well. Nah, me neither. <laughs> I need a raise. <laughs> but man, we go, we 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 gonna we gonna be back next week, and uh, yeah, man, Kings take care of business, man. So so Jason has something good to write about, and I got something to celebrate. All right, all uh, right. let's have a good weekend, Kings. This is Kenny Careway. This is Jason Jones. We up out of here, man. We'll see y'all next week. Allah.